Hi, and welcome to episode 73 of K12 Tech Talk. In this episode, Mark uses virustotal.com for the first time. I use wheregoes.com for the first time. Chris shows up horribly late. I talk about phishing emails that have Emotet payload, and we have some very exciting announcements. Have a listen. This is K12 Tech Talk. K12 Tech Talk. The podcast by K12 Techs for K12 Techs. Real conversations, real arguments, and real banter on trending K12 technology topics and issues. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is the K12 Tech Talk podcast. This is episode 73. I am Josh. With me is Mark. And of course, the guy who says he'll be here when we are when at eight o'clock, we're ready to record. And it's now 10 after eight and he's a no show. Chris, um, we don't know when he's coming, but we decided to start without him because it is after starting time. Um, real quick, let's talk about something cool.com. One of our loyal sponsors that's been with us from the very, very beginning. Jeremy and his crew over at somethingcool.com. They can help you with server stuff. They can help you with a new NAS. They can help you with phishing services. They might even send you a grilled cheese box. You never know. Uh, give Jeremy a holler at jeremy at somethingcool.com. Let him know that we sent you, and hopefully we can keep this relationship with Jeremy going forward. Jeremy, we appreciate all of your loyal support. Um, Mark, we are in the last two weeks of school here in our area, and it has gotten crazy. Um, I know you guys have, what, another month left, left it yeah. seems like? Yeah, we go till end of June. Holy cow. I don't, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I, I know we've talked about that before, but th- that just seems like super, super late, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, rub it in. Rub it in. You got two <laughs> weeks left. Well, you'll be on That's your great. sailboat. So, um, <laughs> uh, so when do you guys start, though? Uh, we start after Labor Day. Okay, we start before, so, so there's two. Yeah. We, yeah, we start like right at two weeks before Labor Day. Yep, and then, and then we get Christmas. probably your normal Christmas break, and then we have a week in February and a week in April. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so you're almost like listener Bill, who was on here with us. They get off for deer season, the two weeks of deer season they get off in in November. Um, oh, we don't get we don't get deer season off. That's well, but you get a week in February and march or whatever you just yeah said. just not to not to kill another animal but but yeah well we get, sure we i mean off. i'm sure some people do you never know they could go kill an animal i'm sure it's some hunting season somewhere somewhere yeah pheasant or whatever you northeasterners hunt pheasant right. or foxes <laughs> whatever for going on a fox hunt um yeah it has been super crazy last week the three of us were commenting back and forth i i received a fish or actually we 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 were the target of three phishing emails, three separate individuals that at my school were targeted. Um, so I have, a, I have that rule. We've talked about it before in G suite, where if it's an, if it's an email with an encrypted attachment, it goes into a quarantine before it's delivered. And I, I kind of, I check that and I'm the one that either hits deliver or delete. Um, and all three of these had encrypted attachments the emails were not all identical, which is kind of different because in the past, the emails have been absolutely identical, mm-hmm. um, but these were slightly different, almost not that not that a human actually took time to type them. You could tell they were all canned messages, 
but they were just different. Um, but they were all financially related. Mm. Um, here, here comes Mr. Late Chris. Um, they were all financially related and the attachments were, you know, one of them was an invoice. One of them was like a tax return or bank. It was a bank deposit confirmation. Um, so they all three were encrypted. They were all, I'm sorry, they were all three zipped and password protected. And, uh, the attachments were all yeah he comes in like a wrecking ball miley cyrus um all three zoom was doing updates this whole time yeah uh uh-huh um the attachments were all excel files that had macros in them and i uploaded the excel files to virus total which if you haven't used VirusTotal before, it's a pretty cool website. You can upload an attachment or a URL, paste a URL in their box, and they will load whatever you give them and tell you what it hits. Um, and all three of these attachments came back with Emotet as the payload. So that made me wow. pucker, pucker pretty good. And then later that afternoon, our payroll lady calls and like says, when you hey. Say pucker, what was puckering? I... A muscle, you know, you, I'm, I'm just use your imagination. Um, our payroll lady calls and says that she's getting spam. And, and Mark, you, you said you've dealt with these before the kind of sextortion, you yeah. know, I've, I've got a video of you watching, you must really like porn because I've got a video of you watching porn or, you know, something crazy like that. You know, don't yeah. attempt to call the cops. The weird thing, the weird thing about this spam though, it, it demanded $1,400 in Bitcoin and gave a bitcoin address so um i've got a contact at homeland security here in missouri and i i forwarded her the email i said here here's a bitcoin address see what you guys can do so i'm gonna see her friday i'm gonna i'll be interested to hear the uh if she's got a story to go along with that if that's a destination that they knew about or if they took action on it it'll uh it'll be kind of interesting to see you know you know you can actually see how much each bitcoin address has been used what did you just say Bitcoin? Did no uh, you Chris, did you hear it? Chris, uh, am I imagining language. things? <laughs> I said you, what did I say? You said I'm not saying it again. <laughs> you said you said Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start that over. I'm gonna enunciate. <laughs> did you know I'm gonna you, cut it out and make it pre-roll, so just go with it. <laughs> did you know that you can see uh, uh, publicly available information about each Bitcoin of how much, <laughs> how much it's been used. So you no, can enter. I did not. Yeah, you can take that Bitcoin address and put it in a website and see if anybody's fallen for that scam or if that address has been used. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder. Huh. I'm gonna have to try that. Um, but Mark, you said that you were you seeing similar emails that day or recently something you had something going on? Yeah, we had a, we had a crazy one this week and I just used your, that website. You said it was virus total. Is that what you Yeah. Virus total.com. Yep. All right. So really easy to use. So what I, what we received was uh, we received a, a, one email last week and a very similar one this week where somebody had said, hi, my name is so-and-so I'm the CEO of company. And they, they listed two legit companies. And if you actually look up the CEO, these, the names were right. Um, and it was, you are hosting images on your website that are mine and I'm going to sue you for copyright protection. And it was, you know, relatively well put together email. It wasn't like, you know, filled with bad, 
um, misspellings and grammar, but um, it just seemed weird that this is how they would approach a, a copyright infringement for a picture on our website. Um, well, it turns out that that, that you are, they're like, oh, here's all the images so you can see which ones you've stolen from me or something like that. And, and turns out that that URL takes you to a virus. So uh, that was a weird one. And, and I looked it up online and somebody had said there was a page about it. And they said, oh, we're going to update this page on, you know, a week ago saying we've gotten a ton of traffic to this. So mm. clearly the scam is back. So that's the, um, you've got uh, copyrighted images of on your website scam with a so- link to download. That's an interesting story because we there is a Chris and I have a mutual friend that is relatively close to us who that actually happened to them. They they received an email from, I guess, some law firm saying that a teacher had used a copywritten photo on an assignment that was publicly visible on like this teacher's webpage. It was like a blog page or something. And they actually got they they were sued or threatened suit over copyright infringement and had to pay like wow. a pretty significant amount of money if I remember it right. Um, so th- it's it's weird. I mean, not weird because jer- bad guys do this. Um, they take advantage of situations like that where you know you, there's a call to action, you know, a, an immediate yep. call to action, or you know they kind of yep. seem stressed or whatever. So it's interesting that they know that that takes place or that conversation, that copyright conversation takes place from law offices and, and school mm-hmm. districts or anybody. Um, so that's pretty wild that they're leveraging that. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. And I think the, the, the scariest part of that is that the, the, the link or the file, whatever it was, was actually hosted on Google. So oh, looking wow. at, the, at the URL, it's a, it's a Google storage URL. Wow. So it's gone now. Like if you click on the link now, you could see that Google clearly got to it and took it down. But, you know, it was there for at least 48 hours after the. After Holy cow. It. Yeah. So you so would never, yeah. you would never heard of virus total before. No, no, that's a really cool. Wow. Site. That's yeah. it's hosted by Google too. I believe, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I believe, I think it's on there. It says, but it's, it's cool. So if you've, if you loyal listener have never been to virus check it out. Um, so what it'll do is it'll it'll run a file through, I think it's like 35 or 50 different scan engines and will tell you which scan engines find something and what they're identifying it as. Um, you can paste a URL and it will tell you if there's any sort of malware or anything in the in the URL load process. I've never u- used the search feature. I'm not real sure what that uh, what that does. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, I've used the file several times. And the really cool thing is when you submit a file, it creates like a temporary URL that you can share that link with other people and say, hey, I just uploaded the, this file and this these are the results that it came back with. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. I want to say it's hosted by... It's somebody big. It, it's hosted by a big, big name. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty darn cool. If you haven't used it, I recommend going out and uh, going out and at least trying it. Find a, a fake uh, file that's infected with something and, and go upload it and see what it can come back with. Are you telling everybody to f- go search for ransomware? <clears throat> no viruses no. and uh, you know, Chris, there's Chris. When's Chris? I gotta comes take back. my computer apart just a second. 
yeah, he's he's contributing a lot tonight. Um, Chris, you've used virus total, right? Yes. Um. Hmm. Oh yeah, I. Oh yeah, it was acquired by Google in September of 2012. Yeah. Okay. Um. So and it was switched. Ownership was was switched in January of 2018 to Chronicle, a subsidiary of of Google. But one of the things that I really like about it is that it does run it against so many different engines. So if you, <clears throat> like Chris, has Kaspersky. If, Not anymore. Okay. That he's was a long time ago. He's a Russian agent. Um, if he has a file that he believes Kaspersky isn't catching something, if he just wants to be doubly safe, he can go to VirusTotal, upload it, and it will run it against a bunch of other of other engines. Um. The other site I use a lot of is uh, wheregoes.com. Do you know this one? No. If you have a, uh, a URL that looks like a redirect, maybe it's a bit.ly or just something you're just yeah. not quite sure, you just pop it in there and then it, and it gives you the tracks of where it goes. Uh, oh. Hence the name wheregoes.com. Yeah. So it's cool. We had we had a phishing scam where it, it was a, a link, but you could see that the link, it, it was a URL as text, but behind the scenes, it was a bit.ly. And then you could see that it was. Actually hey, guys, there's my webcam. There's Welcome Chris. to the show, Chris. <laughs> uh, no, I have. And what was the name of it? Wheregoes.com. So we E-R-E goes.com. Okay. Two really good websites when you're trying to to uh to yeah. figure out if you got a bad link yeah never heard of where's go you know i they- gotta i gotta cut my son off from using this computer i got zoom crashing like three times i got a steam update being applied right now the webcam is trying to it's in use by obs i don't know what he does up here i mean i do know what he does up here he's obviously playing a bunch of video games and i think i've given him too many rights ah uh, uh that's maybe maybe one of our vendors could buy you a new computer oh we should do the thing um can pds give you a computer or maybe jeremy yeah somebody should yeah i think so um so chris what what have you been up to this week uh i got approved for i got approved for a new phone system uh we're going with zoltus Oh, cool. So that should start to, uh, we have a kickoff meeting next week. So hopefully over summer, uh, we'll start prepping for that. I bet it'd be a turnover in August once the teachers return, but yeah, and we've been collecting Chromebooks. Oh yeah. Cause mm-hmm. you're, you're ending this week, right? Your last yes. days are this week. Yep. Friday is the last day of regular school year. Yeah. We, our last day is next Thursday. So, wow, we have over a month. <laughs> Are you serious? That's yeah, we already we already talked about that. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, he goes until the end of June. That was right before he cussed and, and called Bitcoin a bad word. Um, that, that, that's actually we that's what we should start calling Bitcoin that that should be the new Bitcoin. We should make our own crypto and call maybe, it- maybe we didn't hear it right. I'm we're definitely I'm definitely listening back to it. Um <laughs> so we had a Chris, did you have any damage from the storm last night or this morning? No. I burned up a UPS this morning and a wall outlet. 
so that was fun. It took me three tries to eat my breakfast this morning. Um, <clears throat> so on the I swung by Hardee's, the local on Wednesday. <laughs> let me back up. Wednesdays, every Wednesday we we start late an hour for PLCs. We've been doing this for about twelve years, fifteen years, and teachers meet in their PLCs every Wednesday morning for an hour. So the elementary starts, or I'm sorry, the high school and middle school starts at set at eight 30 on Wednesdays and the elementary and intermediate start at nine, nine 30 on Wednesdays. So on Wednesdays, I kind of do a little bit laid back entry into work. Normally I'm there by seven. So I could roll in a little bit closer to seven or a hair after. So I swung by Hardy's on the way to work. Got me a, hey, you a, don't have to explain, like, if you want to come in late, your salary you don't have to explain to us no, we get I, it no it, it's a backstory we get it so i i roll into into the office and i sit down i'm starting to get my biscuit and egg sandwich out of the bag and my what's your go-to is that just biscuit sausage egg and biscuit and cheese with cheese yeah oh yeah so i'm getting it out of the bag and uh my uh one of my co-workers in the high school it's actually our sis coordinator she texts me and says hey how long's the outage? And I reply back. I said, um, outage question mark. She goes, yeah, we lost, we don't have phones and internet over here. I'm like, Oh, great. So I go running across campus. By the time I get over there, one, one rack's coming back up. I figured it was power outage. One rack was coming up the other rack. That's where we had the bad, uh, outlet and things were off. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I play some magic and I, I get things all back up. Okay, great. She's got a phone. She's got internet. I'll take care of this later today. Go back over to my office, sit back down in my chair. I start to unwrap my biscuit sandwich. My phone goes off again. How long is this outage? I'm like, what the heck? Well, about then the maintenance director is calling me. Hey, and he starts asking me questions about that outlet. He goes, I unplugged everything. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. I'll be over in a second. So I had to go back over and help him figure out what's going on, get everything plugged back in. Um, and then later in the day, a couple, I finally go back to my office. I'm able to have my breakfast on the third try. What was that again? I already told you this. It was Hardee's. It was sausage, biscuit, biscuit, sausage, egg and cheese biscuit. Yes. (laughs) Should have went burrito. No, uh, I tell you what, McTon, I like you could have did burrito. Like you could have eaten burrito while you're fixing the stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like a hand pie. We were um, very, very determined, and like we we had a schedule, and then Chris joined, and it's just yes, we were we, we were on a roll, and then Chris joins, Mark cusses, and it just went off the rails from there. Um, so yeah, third try, I finally had breakfast this morning, and then throughout the day, we ended up replacing three UPSs that had failed, and uh, we're ready for the next round of storms. I'm over this. It's the end of you- the year, man. UPS story for me and not related to that storm, but um, I was with our uh, main cabinet um, and the guys usually don't like it when I'm walking back there and I open the doors because I was hearing something and they usually are quick to be like, Chris, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but there was a noise um, and it was a UPS saying that there was no battery connected, uh, which is instantly concerning. Um, and then long story short, um, the battery is clearly messing up on it, but then we look and there's nothing actually plugged into it. Oh, we just, which is super random. And then we're looking at each other, trying to figure out why we have a UPS wrecked that we're no longer using. I'm my, your, your guy blamed you, didn't he? I'm sure. Yeah, I would have. That is, that is weird. 
We also go ahead. Your team also gets nervous when you get near the hardware. For sure. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to crack jokes and I know that they're kind of not joking. Okay. I didn't know if it was just me. Um, I get a phone Uh, call. Guys, this thing's beeping. Um, I've been wiggling it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's worse is when I go into like the, we have like a tech closet where we're at like all of our new laptops are getting ready for deployment when they, you know, adapters and projectors. When I go in there, they call it, what are you shopping for? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then they'll hear down the hallway, Mark's going shopping again. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, um, Chris, you know who I really do think could get you a new computer for the podcast? Our our friends at Provision Data Solutions. I would love for a computer to show up on my doorstep. Who who would you call at Provision Data Solutions, Chris? And ha- would they help you? I'd for sure call Ryan, who would talk to Derek and Jeff, and they could spec me out something real nice. Good story. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> Truth be told, Derek, Derek and Jeff and Ryan and, and Heather over at Provision Data Solutions, they are masters at their craft. Um, if you are looking at ClearPass, and we'll go ahead and get a plug in here for Aruba at the same time, but Jeff and Derek and Ryan and Andrew and Heather at Provision have become uh, like this go-to for ClearPass. I have not jumped on the ClearPass train. Chris, you have jumped on the ClearPass train. Yeah, we actually, today, we did some ClearPass work. Um, So we implemented ClearPass uh, this last summer, which was after graduation. Uh, So since ClearPass, and we had done some mobility mobility controller stuff as well, um, we hadn't used, uh, we used Mevo uh, cameras for some of our graduation streaming stuff. uh, And we hadn't used those with ClearPass and with some of the new setup that we have for wireless uh, so we had to do some tweaking to ClearPass today, uh, working on getting those graduation cameras ready for streaming. Oh, interesting. And you know who we talked to? Jeff at Provision Data Solutions. Good old Jeff. I like Jeff. Um, I like Derek too. But they, the PDS, Provision Data Solutions has kind of, if you're in Missouri and you're in K-12, they are, uh, I would say, one of the preeminent vendors that know what they are doing with ClearPass. I know listener Bill recently had ClearPass installed and had nothing but glowing things to say about what Provision did for him. And Bill is super, super excited because now he is down to one, get it, one SSID and is Damn. able to have a BYOD VLAN, a school-owned device VLAN, and they are assigning VLAN based on fingerprinting and login credentials. And that's what uh, ClearPass can do for you too. So if you are in the market for a NAC-type solution, which I'm probably describing that all wrong, uh, give Provision Data Solutions or your local Aruba engineer a call. What else you got? Chris, you have any other content for joining us so late? I'm sure you have something exciting to talk about. It's got like just th- three weeks of content. I know, but I, I was really just hoping to kind of be chill and listen. <laughs> well, we failed at that. <laughs> I think Josh I was also like it has been a while. Yeah, it has, because you weren't with us last week, and then you're not going to be with us next. Oh, that's right. We're going to have a special episode next week. Um, And then, yeah, it's going to be a couple weeks before we're all back together, I think, won't it? I missed you guys. We'll we'll be together the first week of June. So I don't know that I've ever given a shout out to Matt, the tech, Um, and he's been listening to the podcast, which I don't necessarily like. Uh, But Matt, uh, who's my technician, um, yesterday... 
he said, Hey, I got an idea. And I said, what is it, Matt? And he said, well, I made a diagram. Oh, network diagram. I didn't know what kind of diagram. (laughs) And then it was usually, and Matt's going to listen to this and he's not going to like that. I talked about this, but I just sat there and waited for him to give me further information because we're a couple of desks away. And I was like, so you have a diagram for me? He's like, yeah. Are you going to send it to me? He's like, I'm printing it. So then he comes over and he spent, he said less than 10 minutes, um, but it was a decent looking diagram. He wanted to rearrange the office and like (laughs) all to get. So the chair that since sits in front of my desk. Um, and I've noticed this over the years, there's a cabinet behind it and I have a bunch of papers that my kids have made over the years or awards or whatever of my children. So whoever sits there when they sit in the chair and they push back a little bit, sometimes they hit those papers and knock them down and then it's awkward. Um, and I guess that came to a bowling point for him and he wanted to address it. So he had figured out where to move my cabinets and how to get a chair more better placed in front of my desk. So then I made fun of him for five minutes and then two times now yesterday and today I've rearranged the office. So speaking, because I am for my team. Speaking of that and kind of office arrangement, uh, we are getting our office redone. I think I've slightly mentioned it before. I don't know guys. Your dog, I you are just I sh- racking up. I the, should just, the, I should just go. The offenses tonight. We are getting uh, three people added into our office, and they're not IT people. Uh, two food service employees are actually our food service director and her assistant, our communications coordinator, and our sys coordinator. So this could be uh, we're going from a a cave of three people to a cave of. Six people. This could be really entertaining. Uh, yeah, are you drama. for that? I don't care. We're we're keeping the garage space as our storage space. I think the biggest issue is going to be the bathroom because there's only one bathroom in, in this space, so it could be kind of interesting and see how that goes. Parking car, parking could be an issue. Um, I volunteered to park way far away and walk because right now I park right outside our door. Um, humble of you. Yeah, you know, servant leader. That's all. How much, uh, what, what's your balance of being at your desk, being in your office or being out in the field? It, it, man, it really depends day by day. Like today it was probably close to 10, 10 or 10 30 before I really got back and things calmed down and I was able to kind of assess, okay, we're past this UPS issue. What else is going on? Um, tomorrow I know I won't be at my desk hardly at all because I've got a construction meeting in the morning. That's supposed to go for like three hours. Um, it, it really depends on the day. I, Chris, what about you? I have seasons. I, so I will say first, I used to be out far more than I am now. Um, when COVID happened, no one was getting out and doing anything. And then I did. And, and I've actually vocalized to the principals when I met with them last to discuss uh, summer projects next school year. Um, I'm going to try to be out and about more uh, than previous. Uh, I just, for one, I miss it. Uh, but for, but 
I, I feel like I miss things. And actually all of them told me that communication is just fine with us, but I like to be seen and I like to be out and about. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. There's times that I, I get finished with the day um, and I've not left the office uh, where it's been, I mean, the whole time I'm sitting there and I've just been chugging through emails and, 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 and doing things, being very active, but it's a whole lot of responding to email. Playing on uh, Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook quite a bit. Mark, you probably have what an IT building that you don't ever leave. Uh, no, I mean, I, I hate, I hate staying in the office. I hate staying in one place. So I, I'm the same way. I, I mean, I'd say if I spend the entire day in the office, I'm probably going to be angry that I just sat at a desk and sat in one place. But at the same time, when I'm out in the field, then you also have this anxiety of like, I got to get back and I get, got to get through all my emails. So right. it's, I, every day is different. Do you ever work from the sailboat? Um, you know, the Wi-Fi spotty in the sailboat. But, have you guys um, talked about that at all yet? Like, we, we've mentioned it a handful of times. Yeah. No, go ahead, the Chris. Email, like we got an no, email I, from no, I have someone not, that I, didn't want to be disclosed did, or whatever, but I feel no. like it's a bombshell. Would you guys like to address the the secret emails you guys have been having with my team? Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I didn't I'm I don't know who this is from. <laughs> don't let him fool you. And then there's a picture of a personal sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe is old Ironsides. It, so I think this person is telling us that Mark owns old Ironsides. Mark's fleet. And there's a picture of several sailboats. Yeah, <laughs> probably like 35. So I don't know. I don't know. I like was. We, we feel like we know you, but we don't. No, no. I was sitting next to, we were at a, at a presentation today at a, at, a, at a vendor. And one of my team members kind of like turns his computer to me and he's like, look, sailboats. <laughs> and i was like you guys are emailing back and forth with each other making fun of me in sailboats he goes no and then he scrolls up and it's it's you guys so uh <laughs> that's how i found out that that they had been emailing with you and making fun of me for sailboats so there's a picture uh, of his sunday sailor <laughs> did you fire them mark while you were at this vendor uh it, it, you know it hasn't been addressed yet uh with the team so back so in the, the office tomorrow and, and i uh, i don't know he asked to be called the unnamed source. Yeah, no. Uh, let's just call him Joe in the Andy. And, oh. uh, <laughs> um, but no, I'm going to go in the office tomorrow and I'm going to just reprimand. I'm going to go in the, no, I'm going to go in the data center and I'm going to unplug something <laughs> and see how long it takes. Him to figure and it I'm going to go back and say, payback. Yeah. And then we'll just see how long it takes for them to, to figure out what, what did Mark unplug today? Chris, uh, real quick, I feel that we're getting close to the end of this episode. Let's talk about. I just got here. <laughs> let's let's talk about real quick a couple of our sister uh, sites or sister uh, companies. What what they're up to? The first would be Midwest Tech Talk. So Midwest Tech Talk is coming up in the month of July at Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, Osage Beach area. It is a technical conference for K twelve school districts. We. Uh, we used to just kind of focus on Missouri, but now we kind of, we have, ex well, not kind of, we have expanded to the Midwest region. We have folks from Nebraska, Kansas. We talked to someone actually the other day from, was it Massachusetts that was thinking about coming? Yes. Um, so if you are in the market for what we think is a very good K-12 tech conference, 
Check out MidwestTechTalk.com. Chris, what are the dates in July? July 18th and 19th, but July 17th is the kickoff event. So July 18th and 19th, that's a Monday and Tuesday, two full days. But if you'll come and hang out with us, that's Sunday night. Uh, that's all the attendees and all the vendors. We have a kickoff uh, party. And for Pate's benefit, that is not Father's Day weekend. Father's Day weekend is in June, Pate. Um, yeah, Pate said, how dare you plan Midwest Tech Talk on Father's <laughs> Day? And we said, Pate, we didn't. Um, and then the other the other kind of sister company with this podcast, Chris, you want to talk about the website? Yeah, so this is brand spanking new. Um, and actually, we've not talked about it. I don't know that Mark knows about it. I don't think Mark knows. Yeah, so this is unveiling. Um, so because all ideas are good ideas with um, me and Josh and Mark and the Midwest Tech Talk, some of the planning committee, uh, in particular, Jay, uh, that we talk about every once in a while, and Eric, uh, we've always had Midwest Tech Talk um, in its conferences. There's, there's the security symposium, uh, and then there's the July event. And then whenever that was, Josh was like, hey, we should start doing a podcast. And we've been doing this podcast. Um, We've tried to figure out, it's felt like something's missing. Uh, and then this idea of the website is k12techpro.com. Uh, and I think this is going to be the final piece that makes all of what, the big picture thing of what we're trying to do make sense. Uh, so the idea is this, when we talk about particular topics at the conferences, we will do follow-up articles on this website. If there are, sometimes we talk about particular things on the podcast, but we don't dig deep into them uh, and give actual, so when I do Google admin console settings on the fly um, and hit apply literally while we're recording, uh, now we will have a place to write the article as follow-up uh, to what we talk about on the podcast. And Jay and Eric uh, in particular have been slaving away at this website uh, writing these articles. There's a message board on there. That was one of the things that we've talked about. We know there's great community at the conferences. Uh, we, we love the great community that we have at the podcast, uh, but there's not beyond Reddit and that subreddit that we refer to. There's not like a place that we go to big picture where you're like, Hey, uh, this issue is happening in K-12. Uh, where do I go? So we have a message board on here. Uh, so you can ask those questions. We will be on here again. We, as in, and hopefully Mark will show up to this, but the, 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 the pod will be on here. Uh, some of the folks from Midwest tech talk will be on here, but hopefully just this big picture community of K 12 shows up uh, to this thing. That's what we want it to be. And we think it makes sense. All these pieces finally fit together. And I, th I, I think it's a big picture thing that makes sense. I have a question. Will Corey be allowed to, to join K-12 Tech Pro? No. So we have this thing. It's an integrity check. Oh. You have to register your email address. And there's a couple email addresses that are on the do not allow list. Um, really, you will never see any Corey's <laughs> on the website. So if Corey Haim. Like if Corey Haim. Thing. Yeah. Any, either of the, the movie star Corey Haim or Corey Feldman try to join, they won't 
they won't be allowed. That's unfortunate. Um, no, really it, good. I found a few articles already that I'm really intrigued to dive into. So K12techpro.com. So there you have it. MidwestTechTalk.com for a K12 conference in the month of July at the famous Lake of the Ozarks, which I, I will promise you. Well, I can't promise that. It's I'll just say it's probably not as dangerous as what is portrayed on the show Ozark, but I can't promise anything. Uh, Osage Beach, Missouri, roughly two hours from Kansas City, roughly two and a half hours from St. Louis. Uh, so if you're out of state, that'd be the, the jumping in point. Uh, that one gentleman we we emailed back and forth with from Massachusetts was saying he was going to take a week-long vacation, and you can absolutely spend a week at Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. And you could come and see uh, Chris and I, and I maybe Corey. Um, and the new website that is launching as of, I guess, today, because this will be released on Thursday, K12 Tech Pro. Uh, check that out. Look at joining the message board and uh, give us give feedback as far as what articles you might want to see there. And maybe we'll talk about some some articles on the on the podcast. We'll use that for content for the podcast as well. So if in like if it's like this podcast, we know our listeners will go and support that and visit that. So it'll be interesting to see watch that grow. Gentlemen, any closing any closing thoughts for the week, Mark? Since you have another month of school left, and Chris that is sucks, out, Mark. Chris is out this week. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, no, we've got some fun guests coming up too. Oh um, yeah, that's right. I don't know if we're ready to announce, so should we just tease for a couple of weeks? Well, we can we can definitely say the one that Chris and I are are doing yep. next week. Um, that is with Classlink. The CEO of Classlink is supposed to come on and be interviewed unless he has uh, to cancel for for some reason or not. And CEOs are super busy people, and we completely understand if if they do need to, to cancel or, or move the appointment, that's fine. We understand that. But as of right now, we should the episode next week will likely be an interview with the CEO of Classlink. So it'll be very serious good. voice on. It'll be very interesting to get his take on where he sees Classlink going in the future, what he sees the state of K-12 as it sits now. And yes, Mark was able to secure a very, uh, let's just say high profile, big name, because uh, Mark Mark has contacts. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, Mark knows people. Um, I, I'll say this. Mark's it's, a pretty big deal. It's not it, it it is not Brad Pitt, but it is awfully close. Wouldn't you agree? It's Nelly. <laughs> that would be awesome. Nelly. Yeah. No, uh that Nelly might actually be a hint if you're a frequent listener of the podcast. Uh, um yeah, that could be a hint. But uh no, the I think this is uh my hint is this is the nicest person in K-12 education. K K-12 tech education. So it's not Corey. No. That eliminates Corey. Hmm. The nicest person in K-12 tech. Interesting. That's that's clue number one. Clue number one. All right. We'll we'll leave it at that. And that's coming in what? Uh mid mid-June as it sits right now, right? Something and, like that. Yep. 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 We don't know when we'll release it. I'll be uh June's kind of a crazy month with end of school and vacations, and Mark will be still in school. Um or sailing. Or sailing, which yeah, yeah, who knows? He'll probably sailing. join. Sailing school. Sailing, sailing school. Yep. Yeah. All right. Any closing? Are you doing sailing school for summer school? Uh, I'm not. 
um, but it is going on. Yeah, they're u- they're using his boats. Yep. Um, any final thoughts, gentlemen? All right, I guess that's- no. I this episode felt like a mess. Yeah, we I apologize. apologize. It's it's all <laughs> it's it's all Chris's fault. And then Mark took it down a path that we will need an MPAA for, uh, adult rating for this and, episode. And Josh is just going to ignore his mic problems in the beginning. And yeah, I'll cut that out. That's that's fine. I'll, I'll okay, it okay. But they we'll would leave not mine. have known. They would not have known that Mark unless you said that. Nope, nope. Um, it's, it's only me. I mean, my right. Zoom crashed two times, and I had to reboot, and yeah. I was late. Yeah, that was pretty rotten. All right. And then several times you asked me questions and I didn't have a good response and it was quiet. Yeah. I'm off my game. Yep. All right. That's what we get for recording a night early. Yep. That's what it is. Thanks for listening. We'll be better next week. We hope. See you later.